Hello, it's Monday, March 16th. This is Dr. Eileen. This is Dr. Nikki. And you're here with us with PWG WellChat. The world is really changing very rapidly with information day to day. It is. And uh, we are starting out our season two at a very interesting and difficult time for the entire world. Yes. Think of this as a little time capsule. Years from now, we're going to go, remember before COVID and after COVID? Well, this is the moment of COVID. Um, Interestingly enough, for season two, we uh, decided that we would focus more on emotional health issues and anxiety because that seemed to be of great interest with season one when we looked at what people were listening to. And because of coronavirus or COVID-19, we've decided at least in the next couple of sessions, or actually the next three sessions to discuss more related to uh, COVID-19 and maybe push back some of the more general emotional health things that we were going to talk about for later on. Right. This is a time of almost unprecedented information, access to information. There's so much information out there that we're getting a lot of calls about what information do I turn to? What information do you trust? So this is the episode where we're, it's a really quick uh, listing of the sites that we trust, that we recommend. Uh, We also have these in a note fashion with the links uh, if you go to the podcast webpage. So it's all there. But we wanted to just take a moment to acknowledge that right now is a scary time for a lot of people. There's a lot of uncertainty. We All we know is that the infection rate will increase, that unfortunately that means that the mortality rate will increase, and we don't really know, we don't have a crystal ball yet to be able to tell us how this is going to impact each of us and our families, and that's scary. Yep, that's scary, and I think we have to rec- recognize that because There is more testing results available last week, this week, and moving forward that you will see probably a very sharp increase in the number of cases that are identified. We have to remember those illnesses existed. They just weren't identified. So I think when the numbers go up for identifying cases and then we start to see this increase in infection going forward, that's going to ramp all of us up in terms of our anxiety level more. Exactly. And I know you've said three episodes. Who knows how many episodes? I think like everything else is up in the air. Everything's up in the air. But really briefly, the the sites that we trust, the CDC, CDC cdc.gov has an excellent coronavirus site. Um, Eileen, I know you have mentioned the AAP's website. Yes, the American Academy of Pediatrics has their healthychildren.org website. That's being updated regularly. Um, There's a section on coronavirus. And also I noticed there were had sections about how to talk to your kids about coronavirus. So I think there's some practical things that we all have to look at, not just getting updates about what's going on. It's how you handle this. Exactly, because many of you are... Uh, having to work from home, or at the very least, your kids are home and are being bombarded. So that's a great website with uh, official information from the American Academy of Pediatrics. The World Health Organization has a coronavirus information health site. And that's really great to um, look at in conjunction with the Centers for Disease Control or CDC because you get a national and a global picture. Yep. 
But as we know, everything is local. And the biggest question is, how is this going to impact me? So to that end, you'd want to go to your local county health department website. Uh, We live in the Bay Area. So San Mateo County, Santa Clara County, San Francisco County, Alameda County, Marin County. Contra Costa County. Exactly. Those would be the websites to go to. Very quickly, we are all bound by certain HIPAA rules. You are not going to find names and addresses of who has coronavirus on those websites. They will simply list how many cases and whether there are any fatalities. Uh, and I, I actually think that transparency is a good thing, uh, but it's it's not designed to be a location where people can find out, well, if this block of this street is somebody with coronavirus, and I'm going to ignore that. That's not what it's intended. Uh, I think it's just to raise our general awareness of what the case count is and also to give you location-specific resources. Uh, we, we are all trying to follow different guidelines. Uh, this morning, the CDC recommended limiting gatherings of more than 50 people and social distancing, and we're going to talk about those in detail in other podcasts. Some cities are are being more stringent about closing everything except essential places like grocery stores, pharmacies, gas stations. Um, uh, Our governor mentioned yesterday that if you're 65 or older, you should be basically putting yourself in quarantine at home. Um, So I think there is some common sense things here and also really paying attention to what the current recommendations are are important. And just to repeat, I know you're hearing this ad nauseum, but just to repeat, the current recommend that the most important things, wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds. If you don't have access to soap and water, use a hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. Dr. Eileen, you you mentioned the social distancing. Can you just refresh our memory for what that means? Sure. So you want to avoid being around somebody who's obviously ill uh, and in terms of being out and about, you would like to be at ideally six feet between people, um, but three to six feet is the current recommendation. Now, one caveat and one very good question is if you're all at home, how are you going to social distance with your family? Well, you can't, right? I right. Mean, no one's saying that, but you can't. I Can you imagine telling yeah. your two-year-old, no, you can't hug yeah, mommy or daddy or grandma be, that, that are all living in the same household? Yeah. I think it's different if somebody is obviously ill then there are some measures you can do, like not using the same bathroom. Maybe uh, the little kid with the cold has a separate place to play or grandma and grandpa are not going to share that same space or that room. So there's some common sense things that, that you can do. And we talked about, jokingly but not jokingly, about if you have a cold or somebody is ill and you don't have a face mask and you are really coughing, then put a bandana around your mouth. It's not going to protect grandma or grandpa from uh, coronavirus, but it may help decrease respiratory germs for the flu or something else, especially with with children that exactly. just don't then, always remember to not touch their face or use a Kleenex or the elbow. And then as of right now, doctor's offices like ours and how hospitals are open we are the front lines to take care of people who are ill we want to help you that's what we all went into medicine for you can help us by not walking in if you're really sick uh, 
understand that your local doctor's office is probably being flooded with phone calls right now. So if you have a question that can wait, maybe think about waiting before you call. If you have the ability to email your doctor's office, maybe think about using email. Uh, And check in with your local doctor's office. Most, if not all of us, have been thinking about this for a long time. And many, if not most, if not all of us, have plans in place on what to do when things get worse. It's not if, but when things get worse. So check right. in with your doctor. Right. About and, tele, and telehealth visits, telehealth which we, we are doing yes. in our office. And I think it's a great option, especially for parents with mildly ill children. They don't want to come into the office. Children's risk for serious COVID-19 infection seems to be less, I Thankfully. think. So as pediatricians, we're perhaps a little fortunate in terms of the population we take care of this time. That's not always the case no, with every infection at all. And it's March, so we are still seeing influenza here in the Bay Area. We're still seeing cough, cold, runny nose. We're still seeing people sick, so everyone's focused on COVID, but there are still people sick who need our attention, and we want to be there for you. So we just wanted to preface Season 2 with this brief uh, podcast. Uh, it We will get through this, and we will get through this by remembering that we have resources we have the ability to call on people for help and that we are a country that comes together when things are tough so hang in there take a deep breath remember to model the kind of behavior that you would want your children to emulate um, which means not punching someone because they got the last box of Gatorade. Which I just heard about, which was just horrific. Yes. And I I have to say, I was at Costco getting lunch for staff a couple of days ago, not realizing there was going to be binge buying, but people were very polite and the staff was were so good humored. I so appreciated that. So we're all in this together. We as your pediatricians are here for you and Just remember, let's be grateful. Let's be kind. We will get through this. Okay. All right. Hang in there. And we encourage you to listen to the rest of the season. Stay well. Stay healthy, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.